discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the week. Thank you so much for being here. Appreciate it. Happy uh, belated Mother's Day uh, wishes to each and all of the moms. Who picks a fight over Mother's Day greetings? I saw Stevie, our beloved Stevie. Um, my God. Fuck you, asshole. Thank you. you guys are fucking assholes. I'm sorry I'm a little bit drunk. Whatever. <laughs> she took a run. I, I It was weird. Let's see if I can get to it here. Just popped into my brain. I wasn't even going to start with this, but as I as I started thinking, I was like, oh, I got to talk about this. Um, I, went, I went out into the world today and interacted with three people. No one wished me a happy Mother's Day, and I couldn't be happier. Not everyone has children, and it's rude to assume so. It's an interesting take on the day. What? Huh? <laughs> That's it? Why can't we just go with Happy Mother's Day to the moms? Inst- well, first of all, I didn't even know that, that that's a thing. That people just go out of... Who, who just walks up to Stevie and says, Hey, I'm assuming you're a mom. I mean, Stevie looks like the type of person who would eat babies. You know? That's an interesting thing to get wound up about. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Uh, All right. I'm not going to lie to you. Today, at uh, eight minutes prior to the start of the show, uh, I had nothing ready. This This is... was terrible. It's it's a miracle. I was only what ten minutes late. Um, and and wait till you hear why. Holy shit. Um, I was outside of this studio making a phone call that I had to make. You'll find out why in a second. But uh, I'm I'm hanging up. And uh, I'm, I'm walking in the studio, and I can't get in. The doorknob has been malfunctioning. The uh, and 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 I it, it it felt a little grindy the other day, like when I was opening it on the studio. You see behind me, it looks a little wonky. Um, and so I I, I try to go in, and I, I can't. It's like, uh oh, this thing has completely failed. And now I can't, I got three dogs in here. I got to do my job. And uh, so I'm like, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. So um, I went and as you know, uh, being that I, um, you know, have an incredible tool assortment here. I can do this. So I went and got my best tools. Hang on a second. Fucking ghetto. I went and got my best tools to be able to um, uh, get this done. This sledgehammer or mallet 
which is kind of destroyed now. And and this chisel, this is this is what you need to repair a a damaged doorknob. Uh, first I was kind of like just trying to pry my, my way, my way in there, you know? And, uh, well that didn't work. So then I got annoyed and, uh, I started to, uh, bash it as hard as I could. And so, uh, you, you can't see this in the audio podcast, but I have in my hands an assortment of, uh, this stupid, first of all, this house is very much needing updated. Nobody has polished brass in their house. And I, I have. I have one less uh, uh, a piece of polished brass in the house now because I I bashed the shit out of that doorknob. And, uh, well, it, it uh, disintegrated a million people's... A, a million people's... A million pieces. But, uh, hey, look, here's the, even the screw. But it still was stuck. The little thing is is stuck in the jam it won't it won't come out so now i've destroyed the doorknob i'm still stuck i still cannot get in and then i i i did what every red-blooded american man wants to do i said to diana i go i've always wanted to do this jason says why didn't you just unscrew the handle take it off and then push the striker to the side to open it well you need to understand this is this chisel here is the tool. This is all, I don't have a a, uh, a a screwdriver that will that will do this, and I couldn't even get access to it to begin with. I took the um, I took this little fucking thing off, whatever this is, and um, all that was there was there was no screws on this on that side of the doorknob. You had to be on the opposite side of the doorknob to get to get the Phillips head screws off. So I'm I'm just kidding you. I have more than I have a screwdriver, obviously, but I I couldn't get access to those screws because it was on the other side of the door. So I'm fucked because I did think about that. Um, so then I go, well, I got I got the time is ticking. We are we are moments away from the start of the show. So I go, I've always wanted to do this, and I kicked that fucking door, and it it moved a little, and then two kicks. Boom, it flies open. I go, yes, fucking doors all busted, jams destroyed. Then it goes, well, now what we got to do? I go, I don't know. Show's got to go on. See you later. Close the door. See ya. (laughs) Bye-bye. So that was it. It is, uh, the door is ruined now. And I don't feel the least fucking bit bad about it. I didn't, I didn't do that. It was just, it just had, it just happened. And uh, uh, today, I today is piling up with all sorts of shit. Uh, I'm gonna write that off on my taxes. Okay, that is that is show content right there. So when I buy that door, I'm adding at the end of the year uh, replacement door for content. Amanda says, "Have Kyle fix it." Absolutely, Kyle's gonna be working here for so long. My God. He got 17 hours in last week. He goes, put me down for 17. So I paid him. And then uh, he says, I might come over over the weekend. And I go, okay, well, Diana would love that. Did he come? No. He did. Did he show up? No. 
Uh, I have been gifted something for our beloved Mother Mary, who earlier I was swearing. Well, I'm always swearing. Uh, thank you to Maureen. <laughs> oh, I got an idea uh, for the times that I've like plugged um, the um, the ears of Mother Mary when I'm swearing. She sent along this uh, these Barbie accessories. on her the idea is that her ears are protected from my the insanity um that will happen uh aram says the irs audit will be good content well yeah all i gotta do to the irs is say yeah well just listen to this show it all happened here there you go uh maureen also sent along various other um, accessories, including a Barbie iPad, Barbie boombox, purse, water bottle, some type of tiara, a hat, a watch. Uh, but I, I think that it's already sacrilege enough that anything more might be too much. It all, you know, it's, it's already bad. So that, that's how I started the day. I kicked in a freaking door. And uh, it felt great. It felt great. And uh, Dinah said, well, what are we going to do? I go, I, again, I don't know. More work for Kyle. Um, but uh, there you go. That was how I started the day. And that's why I titled this Rough Start. And it is a rough start. Okay. So to all of my friends that are getting this little snippet of uh, the live version, the video audio version live of me as I do each and every weekday morning, you need to know that on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, this is all just a little bit of it. I go till 10 a.m. So I'm going to cut the cord here on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And then what you got to do is you got to go over to my Twitch stream, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. And uh, just click the follow button and you can resume the show. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Or if you're on your... Uh, device getting the show download the twitch app and then search eric zane live all one word hit follow and then you're good to go if you really want to help out subscribe via with your amazon prime account you get it for free if you use your amazon prime account so uh, you can link it up there if you get in the weeds and can't figure out how the hell to do it just let me know and i'll i'll walk you through it just send me a email uh, eric at ericzaneshow.com okay so for you folks on facebook twitter and uh, YouTube, thank you so much. But goodbye. <sighs> My God. So Twitch is brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV, as well as Facebook. Thank you to them. Going through a massive renovation or a doubling of their size. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Word on the street is that uh, a week from tomorrow, we will be bringing back Tech Tuesday with Alan from Blue Frost IT. Holy cow, stiff dicks galore. Alan is bringing you, of course, the uh, Twitter stream. Thank you so much for the, uh, my Twitter handle, at Eric Zancho. Boy, I'm struggling. YouTube, Frank Fuss. You can see right there, Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. Buyinsurancehere.com. Thank you to Frank Fuss. Okay, we are off and running. Uh, 
I was on the phone at 7.30 this morning. And while I was on the phone with someone very, very important, that's when I turned the handle and I realized that, hey, uh, I'm locked out of here. This is terrible. So the vet opens up at 7.30. At 7.31, I'm on the phone with the vet because in our in our midst right now, I have an injured dog. See Brucey right there. He is a little bit under the weather. You can barely see him. Brucey. Um, Diana, I was up here voice tracking for Big 101.3 yesterday for uh, as everybody was coming over for the Mother's Day feast. And uh, she goes, the dog's got in a fight. Didn't you hear anything? I go, oh, I didn't hear anything. Um, I go, was it over food? Yes. Now, if you're not careful, once the dogs are fed, when Bruce is eating, you got to stand between him and Daisy because Daisy will approach him like, hey, you're going to eat all that? And then Bruce, will he's food aggressive. He'll attack Daisy, and then he will then get his ass kicked. Uh, she is the queen bee. She's much bigger than he is. And, uh, you know. So, okay, there was that. Now, that's happened to me before. And I'm like, oh, God, I got I to gotta pay attention. There was one time I was standing between. He was eating. I was standing in front of him looking at my phone. And Daisy kind of snuck in. And then a fight broke out. And I quickly separated them. Uh, but still, the dog could get hurt. You know? And uh, then in the evening, like hours later, I noticed Bruce is limping. And um, on his front left shoulder, he's got a hole. He was bitten. And there is a, a deep, deep hole. And it's probably only like a quarter of an inch wide. But, I mean, like, you can see into his shoulder. And I'm like, what the fuck? So this is at like 10 o'clock at night. And I go, oh, shit. Now, uh, over the years, I've seen about every dog injury you can see, as you would imagine. And I know right away that this, is, this, is, uh, this requires attention. So I go, oh, fuck. So I clean it out as best I can, but, uh, oh boy. Um, so then I'm, I'm even more annoyed and, uh, I go walking into the bedroom. I go, Bruce is injured. I need you to look at this with me. And for the love of God, no more. We have to make absolutely sure that no one is around. No other dogs are around him when he's eating. That's, and I'm like, okay, not seriously, no more. Now, we've all done it, but Diana did it on this day, okay? Now, all I'm concerned about is the dog. Now, this is the mind, this is what happens when you are married to a fucking limey fucking Irish woman. We need to walk. You did it too. Yeah, yeah, you've done it too. And I'm like, fucking, I'm not here to fight with you about who did what. Amanda says, why can't you feed them in separate rooms? We do. Daisy is in the other room. And um, as 
The other two are walking out. Sometimes there's a period of time when Daisy can kind of scoot in there. You have to be careful. And then you close the door. You're right. But we, we, we actually do do that. No more questions. Let me tell the fucking story. So Diana's freaking out. You've done it too. And I'm like, yeah, you know, why, why is it that we have to, uh, why does everything got to be so GD dramatic? Why can't we just, why can't you just say, oh God, you're right. This is terrible. Let's, let's get Bruce some medical attention. But no, it's, it turns into a fucking brawl. I go, well, what, what do you want? I go, and, and I go, you see, you're, you're butt hurt because I, I, I said, Hey, we got to watch the, we got to take care of this from now on that. That's all you're concerned with. You don't give a shit about, about Bruce or anything. So what the fuck? Oh man. So that I'm agitated. I'm pissed off. Oh. Jason says it's like you're running a prison. <laughs> Holy fuck. So, um, make a phone call um, this morning to the vet. Bruce will get in. He'll be fine. Jesus. I hope. I mean, I'm sure he is. It's... Uh, not the end of the world. I just, I just hate. And then this morning he was, I could tell something's off with him. Okay. Because, and I don't know if because of the injury, it's uh, all the stress is giving him an upset stomach or something like that. But I let the dog outside and he immediately goes to the spot where grass is longer so he can eat it. I understand that dogs, I think when they, when they're, when they don't feel well, they like eat grass or something like that, which is fucked up. I mean, Imagine if we did that. Oh, I don't feel I'm in a bad mood. I'm going to go eat some grass. Dog eats grass. And then uh, I can't get him to come inside. He's eating so much grass. I'm like, oh, come on, man. Uh, finally get him inside. I feed him his food. And he just, he just looks at it. He goes, I don't want it. Nope. 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 Um, all right. So that happens today. 2.30. 2.30. Off we go. I have an update. This is the part of the story. This is this this show, this intro. Whenever I say my personal adventures, these are my personal adventures. Okay? To a lot of people, this is the favorite part of the show when some degree of chaos is happening. Hang on. All right. I informed you about my neighbor who invented Karen. And her name actually is Karen. Now they've got wonderful kids, wonderful husband, and she's great too. I, uh, and you can tell it's like, but if there's anything that's like, hmm, it's, it's this and a little background. When the Alleluia's moved in, they moved in, moving truck, still in the driveway. This is 10 years ago. Knocked on my door. Hi. How are you? Hi, I'm Karen. I'm your neighbor. I go, nice to meet you. Welcome. This is so great. Yeah, nice to meet you. 
Do you think you could move your floodlights? Um, what's up? Yeah, they like uh, are aimed at our house, and the light is it, it just it, the light pours in in the rooms at night. And I go, oh, um, well, yeah, of course I can. Thank you. Bye bye. That was it. Oh boy. Right away, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm of course going to do it. But I'm like, oh boy. I aim them at an angle that doesn't uh, intrude. As you know, if you've listened to this show recently, um, I tend to sometimes let my grass get a little bit long. So, in fact, the hallelujahs might get like two mowings in before I get one in sometimes. It's like sometimes that happens. Not because I'm lazy. I mean, honestly, I have never, ever been lazy. I've always had too much going on. So, I don't sit around and play video games. I don't sit around and watch TV. I don't do shit. I'm constantly doing things that are productive, but I, I fall short of getting it all done. Hence basement unpainted house in disarray, everything needing updated guy in my basement working. Now I just, there's not enough hours in the day this year though. I have had the opportunity to do this. I'm like, I'm going to stay on top of it this year. I'm going to make sure that the, the lawn stays, uh, uh, cut and the bushes are trimmed and I don't want to, I don't want to be that guy. So I'm mowing and the hallelujahs are outside and, uh, I shut the mower off to empty the thing. And I hear, Hey, are you feeling okay? And I'm like, huh? and then I, I put two and two together. She's implying that I'm not feeling well because I'm staying on I'm I'm mowing the lawn it's a this is a I don't know how to describe it it's passive aggressive I think on steroids I think this is uh um more maybe even more aggressive aggressive with a with a hint of snark you know Aggressive, aggressive with a, with a sprinkling of snark into it. And I went, oh. And then the husband, Mr. Hallelujah, is um, right away, <laughs> he goes, Karen, oh. Like, he knows that. <laughs> um, so I just went, oh, yeah, busy, busy. <laughs> I'm emptying the uh, clippings and then I'm on my way. I, I say nothing. However, I'm vindictive. I think about things. And days later, I'm like, I should have said this. Or I, I should have done this. Oh, this is what I should have done. I would have really put her in her place. And then, you know, fun to think about. I go over to my neighbors. 
I tell him what's up. He's like, oh, my God, can you believe that? He's reacting like a, the way a lot of you are. Tyler writes, sorry, I don't speak bitch in English, please. Amanda describes it as passive-aggressive bullying. Jason May says, oh, you have one of those neighbors, too. Adam says, oh, no, that's just straight bitch. Petty Betty needs to chillax. Well, yesterday, went and got my ladder. Remembered that jersey number. Took the ladder over to those fucking floodlights. And uh, loosened the screw and rotated them up. And they are no longer aimed at the ground. They are like, you know... Uh, Batman aimed right at the house. And, you know, it is, I'm like, okay, this is during the day. And then I tightened them down and they are, they're, they're not even, they're actually aimed upwards. So now you've earned the illumination. I have shined a light on that passive aggressive with a touch of snark for you to enjoy. And so last night, I'm just waiting for it to get dark. I'm like, yes, yes. Flip the on, baby. <laughs> That's right, baby. That house is lit up like the outside of a prison. <laughs> it is so bright. Oh. <laughs> the ground is dark. They're so not aimed at the ground. And these are these are not like... Uh, little wimpy ones. These are the these are the ones that I don't even think they make these anymore. They they get hot as fuck. These are flood spots that um if you touch them after they've been on for a, a short amount of time, they're hot as fuck. And they're like the sun. It's like two suns are aimed at the house. So that is where we are right now, one day in to that. And I'm like, I went over and talked to my uh, neighbor, Chris, who is the president of the Homeowners Association. Like a buddy. I got news. And uh, I told him, and he just howled. He's howling. So I've, I've got the guy in my corner. The guy. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, blinded by the light, wrapped up like a deuce, you know the rumor in the night. Rumor? Runner? Blinded by the light, she got down, but she never got tired, she's gonna make it through the night. By the way, Springsteen's version of that is one million times better than Manfred Mann. Manfred Mann. Uh, had to get permission to make that song from Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen's is he man for man. Uh, there's an entire verse that he does not include in the song. What a dick. Um, Springsteen's sucks balls. Are you crazy? Uh, 
So that's what's up. And I will, uh, I'll give you updates. Uh, yesterday at the house, uh, by the way, uh, Diana and I, I was so pissed off about her yelling at me, um, about the Bruce thing. And then, um, when I finally laid down to bed just for the record, she apologized to your old pal, Eric Zane. She said, sorry. Hang on. Kyle B. Uh, my guy working in the basement. I've got two other jobs to complete that were scheduled before I started yours. I will hopefully get those done before Thursday. So I'll be back in your basement then. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Diana is going to have a shit fit. <laughs> the guy who's working in the basement says I won't be there till Thursday of this week because he's got a couple other jobs to finish off. Oh no. She's going to lose her mind. And I'm like, hey, I, I, I'm doing all I can. I'm writing the checks, woman. I am working hard to pay for this. I can't get the guy to show up. He'll be here. No big deal. Okay. Yesterday, it was uh, with, with Mother's Day here. And, I, and I, I'm just, seriously, um, happy belated Mother's Day um, to you all. I can't imagine. Um. You know, what it's like being a mom. I mean, seriously. That is, uh, I, I don't want to say a thankless job, you know. Um, but what what a day. It, it's terrific that we actually celebrate a day for mothers. You know, everybody's got one or everybody is one. It's either one or the other, right? I mean, because we've all got moms. Uh, uh, rest in uh, uh, comfort, comfort to the people who have lost their mothers and look back and like, Oh my God, I miss my mom so much. Uh, bless you all. Uh, Diana's in that boat. I'm in that boat. Um, yesterday it was, uh, you know, Diana's wants to have a meal. We ha always share meals on Sunday and, uh, at first it was going to be one thing and then another thing. And then she said, I know what I want. I want shish kebab bar and I go and I you know this is a lot of work and I go oh, yeah of course but in my mind I'm like oh fuck oh my god uh, the, the the shopping alone to get all the vegetables and the, and the ingredients and things I had to go buy um three plants, like actual plants of, um, uh, thyme, rosemary, and basil. Like they're, they're potted. I had to go because, uh, if you just buy the shit in like the refrigerated, it, they're always moldy and garbage. You want to get fresh rosemary, basil, and thyme. And so I, I've got all the fucking shit for the, uh, for the recipe. And, and, and the plants, and then, um, you know, you bring it home and you got to like, uh, uh, mince those and you're putting them into bowls, adding oils and, and, le and citrus juices and, uh, and, and, and lemon, lime and orange zest and, and shallots, which God, do those burn your eyes? Son of a bitch. I'm mincing the shallots, tons of garlic balsamic vinegar and all these things are in different bowls to make marinades. And then you put all the pound of the sirloin into one marinade, the pound of the chicken in the other, 
and the pound of the shrimp in the other, and then you let them sit for hours. They, they you know, get infused with the flavor. All these friggin' vegetables got to be cut into, into the appropriate size, and then you lay it all out, and everybody goes, and they build the same thing we had when we, uh, when we had the uh, uh, get-together last year. Same exact thing. Um, but okay. So there's that. This is a ton of effort and, and just killing it. I can't stress enough to you how great this recipe is, but prepare yourself. It is a job. Okay. It's a job. I've done it several times. I'm actually getting more, uh, uh, efficient at this, but it's a fucking job. And then the risotto, holy shit. Uh, I I will say this. I am the world's greatest maker of risotto. There is, it is so easy to screw this up and then it becomes like, like paste. Okay. Um, there is a, it's very easy to screw up risotto, but not for me because I am the absolute greatest, greatest maker of risotto. If Gordon Ramsay were to come to my house and try my risotto, which, okay, if you take, an entire shallot and mince it. That's that's about uh, a quarter cup, sometimes a half cup of minced shallots. Okay, it's like an onion on steroids. And then you're gonna saute it in cast iron, a big cast iron, in olive oil and butter, a lot of butter and a lot of oil. Well, about two tablespoons of olive oil, about three four uh, uh, pats of actual butter, sauteed. Then you take three cups of arborio rice. And you put it in there, and then you kind of blend it all together, and the the rice becomes translucent after about two or three minutes. And then eight, eight cups of chicken broth. A cup at a time. Well, first of all, 10 tablespoons of white wine. Let that absorb into the arborio. Now you've got this, started the flavors are starting to blend. Then you start adding in this chicken broth a cup at a time. And you're just, you don't stop stirring. I actually have a chair next to the range and I'm just stirring it. Okay. And it's a job for like half an hour. It gets absorbed more chicken broth, eight cups. That is a lot of chicken broth that is going into that. Just sucking into the flavor. It's incredible. You're done. Finally, it's done absorbing. You put it all into a big ass casserole uh, dish. And then you take two cups of not the shit in the green can Parmesan cheese, the good Parmesan cheese grated, and then you blend it, and then it all just melts into the rice, okay? It looks like Rice Krispie Treats. I'm not even kidding you. You know, when you uh, uh, mix it all up, that's what it looks like. Oh, my God. Incredible. Boner-inducing risotto. Don't even try making it. You're going to ruin it because your name is not Eric Zane. This I know. You can try. So take pictures of it and show me your slop that you make. Uh, why can Rob says, I think that's why can Rob. Why, when do we get a chance to get the cooking with Zane cookbook? Are you kidding me? I can't even mow my lawn on time and you want a cookbook. All right. I'm starting to have a, a vibe that uh, I will take very few trips with the motorhome this year, the, the camper. 
it's just too ridiculous. Um, the RV is, the gas is just insane. In fact, go, um, Justin's sister is getting married this weekend. We're, we're driving uh, quite a ways away. Well, about 170 miles. And originally we were going to take the RV, but it's, it's cheaper to get a hotel room to drive from here to West branch. And then back is, is $200 in gas. I did that is $200 in gasoline. So I'm like, my God, we, um, right where we are right now, it's $4 and 39 cents a gallon. could very well get to be $5 a gallon. I don't know, man. This is rough. Amanda's getting ready to drive for New York. Yeah, you're going to pay for it in gas. You're renting a car that gets 27 miles a gallon. That's that's still going to be very expensive for you. Cheaper to fly. No, it's not because the... The rates are going up to the roof because uh, jet fuel is is extremely expensive too. Come on, turn it around. All right. Where the hell am I? The open of the Eric Zane Show podcast is in the books. First of all, a word for Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Please sign up for Patreon. Patreon uh, helps keep the vet bills in check. It was the first thing that happened that made me realize that we had a shot. We had a shot to be able to do this podcast uh, like this each and every day. Uh, and I've it's been nothing different since then. Free podcast, Patreon podcast every day. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane, five or 10 bucks a month. So if you like the free content, I've got more for you. Um, I don't like to say ever, hey, I'm you're getting this free, so give me money. I don't ever like to do that. Um, I just like to keep giving you more, more, more uh, to be able to entertain you. And I just added a new segment uh, to the Patreon. I don't even remember what I titled it or how I worded it. Um, and I just, I, I just posted it. I, I just posted a brand new episode of it. It was the second time, second of these episodes that I've, I've done. It's an audio video thing. Uh, I call it radio behind the curtain. That's what it is. So when I'm voice tracking big one, oh, 1.3, you can see exactly how that works. Um, as I do the radio DJ thing on the oldies station. Thanks to Rob. Rob sent a nice uh, message, Rob V, about that. Thank you. I appreciate that, buddy. It uh, gives you a little insight about uh, how how it goes on on the radio. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Excuse me. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Booger. But the open and live stream that you just witnessed, all of this idiocy brought to you by tc paintball featuring paintball war number 19 the summertime slaughter it happens on sunday june 26 i'd love to see you there 35 bucks is what that's going to cost you it's normally i think 49 
It is. It's a little bit more expensive if you um, if you are not affiliated with the Eric Zane Show party at TC Paintball. Again, Sunday, the twenty sixth of June, five p.m. start. We're outside. It's been too long since we've been outside. Looking forward to hanging with you. Let me know RSVP on email. Subject line paintball if you're coming, or subject line RSVP doesn't matter. I'm going to put an event up on uh, Facebook so you can uh, respond to that as well. <clears throat> Should be a good time. Thank you to my friends at TC Paintball. And if you want to book your own party, tcpaintballgr.com. You're going to need to make uh, make a reservation for a Saturday. Otherwise, you can drop in. Wednesday is Little League Day. Thursday is Ladies Day. Uh, Tons of fun going on. Fully stocked pro shop with everything you need, quite literally. uh, um, Equipment all the way to the ceiling of the facility. Okay? They got to get on a ladder to get some of the things off the top shelf tcpaintballgr.com it's important that you try the gun out make sure it's what you want so uh, if you see something there that you're interested in you get to try it out you know you can shoot it on the range that they have or whatever it may be and uh, you can see for yourself if that's uh, if that's for you tcpaintballgr.com uh, Friday was a big day at the Eric Zancho podcast household as um, Jacob Bennett showed up in the uh, flooring ambulance. He has an actual ambulance that was converted to a work truck. And coincidentally, it says at the top of it, flooring department. I think it might've been owned uh, prior to him owning it by someone else who had a flooring business and they converted it. I don't know. But anyway, he's got lights, horns, the same, the, the whole deal. Uh, a black truck pulls up in the driveway. It's Jacob Bennett. He measured the basement, measured the steps, measured the room that we have upstairs. We're good to go. Signed, sealed, delivered. He's going to start installing the flooring. As soon as Kyle gets done painting, who that was crazy news today that he's not going to be here until Thursday. Now, oh, he's so dead. But anyway, Jacob and Jason uh, will be installing the flooring at my house. And if you are a fan of this show and you need flooring, my God, this is what you need to do. It is the absolute cheapest way to get your flooring installed professionally. Go buy whatever you want. They'll install it for you. 616-318-0167. A little bit later on, I'll tell you about where you need to buy the flooring. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Uh, let's see who's coming this weekend. Full house comedy. 
Josh Wolf is live Thursday at the Grand Rapids Comedy Club, part of Creston Brewing. He's got a, let's see, a show Thursday. He's got a show, two shows Friday, and then two shows Saturday. Uh, See, Aaron Putnam is coming to town. Great dude. Tuesday and Wednesday of, uh, of next week. Let's see. What's going on here? It says here, Chad Kroger and JT Parr at the listening room. Is that the Chad Kroger? Why do I know the name Chad Kroger? Chad. Is that the uh, name of the guy from Nickelback? That can't be the same guy, right? <laughs> that cannot be the same dude. <laughs> Chad Kroger and JT Parr live at the listening room. I don't know. Using their digital platforms, the duo take action to raise awareness and bring change for some of the most important causes. I don't think it's the same guy. Uh, when they are not at City Hall meetings, Allen and Parr. Allen and Parr? I am Allen and Parr? Is it Chad Allen? What the fuck is going on here? Hang on a second. I got to get to the bottom of this. I'll get Big Dick Donnie on the phone. We'll straighten this out. Come on, don't leave me hanging. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. Six, one, six, five. We'll come back to that. Well, anyway, I don't think it's Chad Kroger. The idiot from Nickelback. I don't know why I called him an idiot. I like Nickelback. Those guys are, those guys rock. I've never found a band more polarizing. The only reason why people don't like the band is because everybody else talked about it. Hang on a second. Did you ever like have a, a hair in front of your face and you can't quite place it? I just had that happen. All right. Uh, I forgot about how much fun it is at Berlin Raceway um, over the weekend. Sarah, Rook, Ruk, Roosh, and Brad, come on, were there. It's true. The guy t- had to take a piss like every every five seconds. It actually went down that way. Um, but Sarah Rook Ruk Roosh, she shows up and she immediately goes to the concession stand and gets uh, four margaritas just for herself. Four. In between the races, they had these three dudes that were doing drifting. This is incredible. 
Okay, this is from Sarah's. This is from Sarah's uh, 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 Facebook page. Watch this. These guys. Here we go, fans. Come on. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thomas out. Awesome. What a great show. Wonderful to see you. Keegan Lee. Thank you, you guys. Thank you. Thomas out. Awesome. What a great show. Damn it. That is cool. Again. The smoke, that that deep rubber smell, it was terrible. There we go, fans, come on! But in a good way. It was it was terribly awesome. Uh, Brad and I were in the front. Come on! And and chunks of rubber were like hitting us in the face. I guess they go through an entire uh, set of tires. And uh, and and one one big thing that they do in in the whole day's events, it was absolutely incredible. Holy shit! Then there was um, Brad and I. This is a picture that they got from I think it's Berlin's website. This is uh, there's Brad. Come on! And that's me shooting video as these guys are lighting up the lighting up the track. It was so cool. God, I forgot how much fun it is going there. I mean, it uh, the weather was perfect. I can't wait to go back out there. It was absolutely cool. Kevin Corbett is back. Long time, long time uh, a friend and fan of the show. Uh, went down to North Carolina for last I heard he was he moved down there to like uh, uh, I don't know. He's gonna he's working uh, finding his way down south. And, uh, you know, and then I turn around and he's at Berlin Raceway. I'm like, what do you do? And he goes, yeah, I moved back. Rent went up. I'm like, rent went up. What are you talking about? He, I think he said his rent went up to $3,800. I'm like, wait, what? So I'm like, well, yeah, thank God you're back. You can't be paying that much money for rent. It's ridiculous. Um, so uh, awesome. It was a great time. I got to wave the uh, green flag when the four cylinders were racing. And uh, I didn't get to stay for the uh, uh, featured 75 lap race because I had to get over to Jackie's house for a meal. But um, and that takes me to it was an absolute ridiculous, ridiculous weekend for eating. Um, I think it's kind of like now I'm in a spot where the week's not so bad. It's the weekend. OK, now I will say this. I ran six days last week. That's the first time in forever that I've run six days in a week. I ran, I lifted weights, uh, but it doesn't matter because I'm st- I still eat like uh, I'm, you know, eating my last meal. We had brats, burgers, and hot dogs at Jackie's house on Saturday. Okay. And I had a brat with everything on it and a burger with everything on it. I had potato salad and macaroni salad, and I was the first one done, and then I went and got another gigantic hamburger and a hot dog. 
So I ate all of that food and then dessert. And I was like, this is, this is like, I think I've actually injured myself somehow. I think I've been eating so much that I've increased the size of my stomach and perhaps doubled it. Um, and that is why I am now consuming so much food. Uh, last night, same thing, just an absolute abortion. Um, uh, ate a ton of, uh, shish kebab. Um, <laughs> Jason says, I bet the risotto felt great around mile three. Well, that was yesterday. I didn't run yesterday. Yesterday was just eat day. And then we had, you know, we had for dessert, ice cream bar. Diana wanted ice cream bar. So we got bananas, peanuts, hot fudge, hot caramel, three kinds of ice cream. The the little uh, uh, Reese's peanut butter cups that you sprinkle on. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Whew. Here we go. So back at it today. It's, it's something's going to, I, I, I'm just growing. I'm absolutely growing. Shit. Okay. On to uh, some, some more of a serious topic. It's been a little bit silly for the first part of the show today. Um, but there, uh, there actually is, is, um, you have to bear with me. I'm, I'm a little bit uh, fried today because of how the show started, but there was, there's been another police shooting that a lot of people are talking about and it happened in Lansing, um, East Lansing. And I think I know what happened, but I want to just share it with you before we get into it. I want to talk about that. And I also want to talk about Lyoya. There is uh, there is an update on Patrick Lyoya that we, that we need to get into as well. Um, so this is like the serious portion of the Eric Zane show podcast is what I'm telling you. Okay, here we go. Shots fired! Get on the f- ground! If I'm the cop, I'm like, shut up, woman! Shut up! Police released this video today from the officer involved shooting outside of the Lake Lansing Mire on April 25th. It comes after the city's police oversight commission voted unanimously last week to mandate East Lansing police release the footage of that incident. And today was the deadline. East Lansing police chief Tim Johnson says it is all in the spirit of transparency. Building public trust means remaining present in challenging times, engaging in tough conversations, and being transparent as possible with our community members. The thing about that whole transparency thing is it oftentimes leads to people who are already pissed off. This does, there never has there been a time when there's been video released from a moment like this that uh, the militant bunch on the other side of this argument, they never go, oh, Okay, well, that tells the story. We got to cool our jets. All it does is uh, incite more violence, frankly, in my opinion. It makes people even more pissed off because no matter what you uh, show or prove by that, um, it it doesn't help the scenario at all. It just makes it worse. We are releasing the video footage of the incident here today as part of our commitment to transparency. The release of the video is getting a lot of reaction tonight from people in the East Lansing community. News 10's Jace Harper picks up that. And we'll get to what the hell brought this on in a second, so just hold tight. Part of the story from the newsroom. Jace? Yeah, David, many of the people I talked to aren't convinced the police have the right to shoot DeAnthony Van Atten. 
Many of them confused as to why they would fire their guns on a man running away without knowing for certain if he was carrying a weapon. We do play parts of the video throughout this story, and we want to warn you, it's graphic at times. I stayed in. I didn't want to get shot or nothing like that, seeing all those cops. I want to stay inside. Parrish Hickman says he was there when DeAnthony Van Atten was shot and detained by East Lansing police. After watching the body cam footage, he thinks the police were too quick to draw their guns. It was quick to shoot. Where did they see the gun at? He didn't up that motherfucker. Or nothing like you feel me so why did you shoot him that quick like he was just trying to run hickman assuming van atten was concealing a weapon says he definitely understood he did have a gun by the way you can see it right here Th this dude has a gun okay understands why he would run from police just the fear of the police like you black and you got a gun and that on <laughs> that's not about to go well so these these cops they get called uh, by people at Meyer, that uh, there's a dude walking around Meyer with a gun. So they check it out. The police show up. The guy starts running, holding the gun. He gets shot. No offense, but what's the fucking problem? There was no proof whether that gun that was found on the scene was the Anthony's. Carrington Kelsey is a leader of Black Lives Matter. It was. To Lansing, he believes the footage that was released doesn't show the whole picture. Whether he even had it in the mire to begin with. Oh, wait, that footage, what happened in the mire, did not make it to this cut. Now, East Lansing police chief said today he's not sure if the gun recovered from the scene was fired at all. Right now, East Lansing police are not releasing the name of the officer who fired the shots. We did catch up with the officer's lawyer earlier this evening who says this video shows this incident was handled correctly. I'm glad that the body worn cameras and the other footage is out there. It confirms for me what I've believed, and that is that the officers acted reasonably and appropriately. Uh, they addressed an immediate threat, uh, not only to themselves, but to the public. The investigation is in the hands of the Michigan State Police, which is where it should be. Right now, East Lansing Police are not naming the officers involved. They say it's because the investigation is still underway by Michigan State Police. We also learned from East Lansing Police Chief today that after the Michigan State Police finished their investigation, they'll be turning it over to the Attorney General's office. ELPD says they'll also be doing their own investigations into the shooting. For now, I'm live here in the newsroom. Jace Harper, News 10. As Chase said, not all of the video was released because some of it is the focus of a state police investigation into the officer's use of force. We have a link to the body cam video made public today on our website, WILX.com. Okay. Um, the Shaheen Chevrolet Get Paid or oh Upgrade shit. car buying event. What the fuck? What just happened? Of course, this just happened. <laughs> um, as far as what I can tell, he walked into there and into the store and the gun was visible. Now, I don't know if he had it in a holster or if he was just sticking it into his pants in Michigan. If you do that, you are allowed to do that. You you can walk in with a gun uh, out. Um, people at the mire saw him with the gun, uh, get the gun out of the uh, car, and and then uh, uh, walking into it with the gun and walking into the mire with the gun in his possession. So uh, people there <clears throat> 
thought, what's going on? Better be safe than sorry. Let's call the police. Now, if I um, if I leave my gun on the seat, and then there have been times when I um, it was not in the seat next to me, and uh, I I was actually walking into Meyer, and I remember stopping, and I'm in the car, and I go, well, I want to carry my pistol, but I definitely do not want to get out of the car, reach in, and while I'm standing out of the vehicle, uh, uh, put it where it goes. And then my shirt over it. Because what I am aware of is I know that some people might freak out at that. So I always do it when I'm in the car or make 1 million percent sure there's no one. Or I'll actually drive where there's no other cars and no other people in order to be able to do what I want to do. Conceal the weapon and then go in. This asshole didn't do that. <laughs> so they they see him walking in with the gun and the people going into mine like hey there's some fucking idiot walking in with a gun and the cops show up and this idiot runs and while he's running he pulls the pistol out now he's running away from the cops holding on to the gun thank god they shot him that is what they're supposed to do um but here we are by the way, O'Neill is making uh, some crazy, I'm having a dream dog noises. All right. So that's uh, that's the latest one. Corey says, let's make fun of the screaming lady some more. What a dumb hoe. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Don't, uh, don't stick your gun in your waistband. If you, if you do have a gun. Holster the gun, for God's sake. Um, meanwhile, closer to home, the dude that was shot in Grand Rapids, Patrick Lyoya, was drunk as fuck. His, um, and I don't really know if this even changes anything, you know? Uh, 0.29, more than three times the legal limit of 0. 0.08. Um, I, I honestly, people are like, well, you see, and I'm like, well, I don't, I mean, just because some guy's drunk. Okay. What's going to, how this is going to unfold is, um, as this story continues to grow, I guess it depends on whether or not the uh, cop is. Uh, actually charged with anything or fired or, or whatever happens to him. Um, the, you know, whole business about Lyoya's history. Uh, he, I think had a warrant out for his arrest. He has, uh, he's, he's, he's got a rap sheet like a mile long since he's been in the U S he's been nothing but a menace. Um, drug driving obviously is a terrible thing. Uh, all of the things that you saw in the video, I don't know if this changes anything, but what it's going to do is for the people that are supporting the cop, you know, occasionally when things like this happen, you'll get a pack of people that will say, well, he was a piece of shit anyway. And it does appear that Patrick Lyoya may have been a piece of shit. There is, there's definitely some credentials 
in the piece of shit department that uh, are, are manifesting uh, on, on Patrick Lyoya. This was no saint. I don't know if it means he deserved to die. That remains to be seen. But this was a kind, he's kind of an asshole. He was kind of an asshole. Drunk as hell. Um, the Kent County Medical Examiner's Office says most autopsy, uh, autopsies take about 60 days, but Lyoius took up to four weeks, which was mainly spent waiting for the toxicology report. So we shall see. We still wait to hear more from that. Um, Chris says he was a piece of shit, but this isn't Judge Dredd. I, I, I agree with you. And I, 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 again, I have exhausted the extent of my knowledge as to what's right, what's wrong whether the cop is supposed to do that or not. I've heard arguments from both sides that once they finish, I'm like, hmm, okay, yes, that makes sense. Uh, When I hear the explanation about why he was shot, when I hear the explanation about why he shouldn't have been shot or why he did what he did, um, it it hits me and I'm like, boy, I don't know. Um. Perhaps some type of um, manslaughter charge. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe he did absolutely the right thing to do. See a lot of Judge Dredd references going on now. Boy, you guys, you get going on a kick. Shut up. Come on. All right. Thank you to Johnson Carpet One. The flooring that we'll be installing here at the Eric St. Show Podcast household comes from Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet, where Kent dropped the E at a U works. Go see Kent. Go see uh, Aram the Armenian. Yes, there are two people associated with this show with the name Aram. Aram in Nashville and Aram who works at Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet. Uh, the carpeting, the flooring, everything, vinyl plank, you name it, they have it at Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet on uh, Chicago Drive in Granville, right behind Little Caesars on the north side of the street. Ugly building, beautifully low prices, and you can save an additional 10% when you mention my name. Okay? Thank you so much. Boy, I feel kind of bad about destroying the door, but I had to do this show, man. Oh, well, what can you do? Life goes on. Uh, A&E Heating and Cooling, I just saw the commercial hit, uh, Wood TV 8. You may have seen the uh, uh, incredibly handsome, young uh, David uh, working, doing the AC tune-up. That's right. Joe Martinez just bought ads on Wood TV. Uh, I don't have it in front of me, but I'll get it for next time or an upcoming show, maybe on the Patreon. And they are uh, advertising the AC tune-up, $79.00. In fact, I think they're going to be at my house tomorrow. In fact, I know they are. Uh, My friends at A&E Heating and Cooling. Reach out to them. 616-516-8579 today. Blue Frost IT. The managed IT service provider of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Uh, If your company needs to um, upgrade the tech, Call upon Blue Frost IT today, 616-285-50, or online at bluefrostit.com. Okay, guess what? I got to take a break. 
It's time to go tinkle. Stand by and I will be back. All right. And done. <clears throat> he must be taking a huge shit. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Check in voicemail. Check in email. All right. Where the hell are we? I always feel a little scatterbrained on uh, on uh, Mondays. Um, let's see here. This is from the uh, Dallas Stars Calgary Flames hockey game. Imagine you're a player behind and uh, on, on the bench, and the coaches are there, and and uh, this fan is seated behind you. <laughs> now, if you're not looking uh, here on the video podcast, you can't see it. I will include the link. <clears throat> excuse me, in the show notes. But. You have what could only be described as an absolute bombshell woman who, I mean, long blonde hair and wearing this very revealing top, which shows a large percentage of her breasts, okay? And uh, also her, her midriff. It is uh, a long sleeve deal, more like a halter, I guess. But it, I mean, there is so much boob there. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> there is uh, Paul Bissonette. Who is part of the uh, team at Spit and Chicklets, which is an intensely uh, famous podcast with unbelievable amount of viewership, listenership. He also appears on uh, one of these uh, studio shows uh, to talk to talk the big game. So they they're referencing that in the telecast. All right. Well, maybe you were distracted by what's going on behind the bonus there. And, uh, I couldn't really see you. I, was, I knew you were going to say something. Right. I knew That's it. why they call it the big D voice. Uh, I knew you were going to say that. Holy junk. That's a deep V. That is a deep one. V. Uh. That's all the way to the... Okay, so the guy here with, with the facial hair and the glasses, he is so uncomfortable. The black guy, they have him there. I don't know why. He doesn't know anything about hockey. Right, well, maybe you were distracted by what's going on behind the bonus there. And, uh, yeah. I couldn't really see you. I, was, I knew you were going to say something. Right. I knew That's it. why they call it the big D voice. Uh, I knew you were going to yeah. say that. Holy junk. That's a deep V. That is a deep one. V. A deep V. God, he's really. Uh, That's all the way to the belly button. And with that. <laughs> let's. That's all the way to the belly button. Shit. Come on. Okay. Look at that. She is... Uh, the fact that she wore that there, you know, um, brings to mind our very own missile tits herself, Amanda. 
Uh, she says, I don't even have those. No, yes, you do. Hell, if that was you, you'd have them out. You would have them pressed up against the glass. If you are, if you, uh, you know, dress like that and you know you're going to be on TV, I mean, that is all part of a plan. That is a, that is a very, very powerful woman right there. Jeez. My God. That's the type of, um, if, if I'm in a room of people and, and, uh, and, and someone happens to walk up who, who has that type of, uh, vibe, bombshell, long blonde hair, boobs sticking out. And she were to walk up to me, I, I I wouldn't even, it'd be so uncomfortable. I would just pretend that I, she's not there, okay? I, I uh, you know, I would have, if Adolf Hitler walked into the room, um, I would, I would uh, probably have better chances of having a conversation with him than I would with her. Because it is lose-lose, in my opinion. Uh, if you, if you, I would look like such a rapist. Okay. Because if you're looking at her in the eye, I've talked about this before, you know, she's going to be wondering why you're not looking at her boobs. And it's just, it's just going to be so awkward and screwed up to have that natural conversation. Okay. She knows exactly what she's doing. She's just fucking with everybody. That is the, the, the power on display. Holy shit. Um, that happens all the damn time where chicks uh, go to the hockey game. They call them uh, jersey chasers or, as as Adam says, puck bunny. They call them uh, puck sluts or hockey honeys. And then the players will make eye contact with them. And somehow, half an hour after the game, they're having sex. Uh, more from the world of hockey. This poor guy, uh, he works in the penalty box. This is like similar to like, uh, my workplace when I'm doing hockey for the, uh, Grand Rapids Griffins. And, uh, Kate says sluts. Hey, I didn't make up the name. Uh, that's just what people call them. They call them. Jersey chasers, hockey honeys, puck sluts. It's, I'm, I don't want to upset you. I know that that's going to turn into like five months of probation if I don't watch my P's and Q's. So I don't, I didn't invent the term. All right. Watch this. Last was up guy. Over. You can see the fans. This poor dude. Look at, he's sitting there and uh, doing his thing and then. The fans of the Boston Garden are pounding on the glass, and the glass falls out and bashes this dude right in the head. My God. This is intense. Jesus. Glass goes up and over. You can see the fans celebrate. Oh! Oh, God, I'm for sure. Oh, yeah. There's hustle over there, guys, and get right in there to... Oh. See that? Look at this again. Glass goes up and over. You can see the. He has no idea. It's, it's falling down right on him. Fans celebrating. Oh, he's lucky it wasn't like the edge of it. It would have cut his head right in half, split it like a log. Oh, God, I'm for sure. Just see this chick here. Hold on. Up and over. You can see the fans. Ce- the lady right behind him. Celebrating. Look at right here, this lady. She's like, what the fuck was that? Oh, God, Uh-oh. I'm for sure, but. 
Oh, yeah. There's hustle over there, guys. They ended up taking this guy off on like a stretcher. It was, uh, he was, he was pretty fucked up, but I, I guess he's okay. He will survive. Um, honestly, that's like all I've been following from hockey is big tit lady and, uh, and, and glass coming down on dude. We had a moment at, uh, the Van Andel arena years ago when Chris, who, uh, is one of the off is one of the ice crew arena. Nick knows, uh, Chris, this fucking dummy. He the the glass had come out and he had to re, he had to repair it or something like that and he was trying to hit it in place with his hand and then somehow it sliced his hand like horribly and he immediately gets off a ladder and just starts running across the ice with blood pouring off of his hand. It's like oh my god, holy shit, Jesus, Sir Bob of Oliver about that lady's boobs. Hey, what were they like anyway? They look pretty good. Are they real? Are they built for speed or comfort? What do you do with them? Motorboat? You play the motor? I don't know, man. Don't ask me. I'm just saying she's there nearly nude on TV. It's hilarious. And that allows Paul Bissonette to be a pig like he is. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage says, hey, if uh, you're thinking about it, now is the time to reach out to him for a mortgage. The rates are going up, okay? And this is going to happen quickly. So don't wait around. 231-332-6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Um, No matter where you are in the U.S., there are four exceptions, South Carolina, Alaska, Maine, and Hawaii. Uh, no matter where you are in those other areas, the other 46 in D.C. Uh, reach out to Mario, 231-332-6505 if you need a mortgage. My awesome friends at uh, Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV, 616-532-6600. Any car repairs that you need done, preventative maintenance, whatever it may be, Foreign or domestic, with the exception of Volkswagen, 616-532-6600. They're along 44th Street. There's a side street called uh, Stafford. Uh, turn on that one. There they are. Uh, E-R Vines, E-R-V-I-N-E-S, Irvines.com. The Kentucky Derby was incredible. Okay. So 80 to 1 odds. If you put down $10,000, you now have $800,000. I doubt many people that we know would put that much money down, but maybe 1,000. So all of a sudden, uh, the $1,000 turns, wait a minute. So if you have $1,000, and you have 80 to 1 odds, you're looking at an $80,000 payout. That is fucking sweet. The horse that won it uh, the day before, Rich Strike is the name of it, wasn't even in the field. It was 24 hours earlier that they needed a field filler, so they put this horse in who... uh, no one knows anything about and he gets 80 to one odds. And then not only uh, does he win it, 
but the way he won it. Okay, so let's pick it up right here. Um, this horse, you can see how far back this horse is. Now, we're the race is over half over at this point. From this incredible angle, you will see. Zozos is next after three quarters in one minute. Ten. Okay, so look at Here's Rich Strike, and look at how far back. There's only... Uh, there's three other horses that are slower than Rich Strike right now. And when this thing turns on the Jets, you know, it's faster than Kenny at uh, fucking Old Country Buffet. Four foot seconds, and now Epicenter comes splitting horses and is moving up quickly as Crown Pride takes the lead around the far turn. It is Crown Pride battling with... Oops. Stride for stride. Epicenter and Zozo's in behind them. Cyberdyke swings up with the outside. Think of that horse's name is Zoso, which is a Led Zeppelin reference, if I'm not mistaken. Zozo's in behind them. Cyberdyke swings up with the outside. Sandon gets the rail run, and they're into the stretch. And it's Messier, Crown Pride, and Epicenter is coming. Okay, final straightaway. Look at this. Epicenter has taken the lead as they arrive into the final furlong. Sandon is coming after him. Epicenter and Sandon. These two strive for stride. Simplification down the outside is next. They're coming down to the wire. Epicenter, Sandon. Rich strike is coming up on the inside. Oh, my goodness. The longest shot has won the Kentucky Derby. Holy fuck. The announcer wasn't even considering. Didn't he wasn't even watching him. God dang it. Zozos is next after three I gotta watch the whole thing again. In one minute, ten and four foot seconds, and now epicenter. The fact that all how far back that horse was, how far back that horse was as um the as the as the final stretch. They're on the final straightaway of this fucking thing. Jesus. Uh he's using push to pass, giving him extra horsepower. Comes splitting horses and is moving up quickly as Crown Pride takes the lead around the far turn. It is Crown Pride battling. There's so much traffic in front of him to even navigate this. With Messier, they're stride for stride. Epicenter and Zozo's in behind them. Cyberdyke swings up on the outside. Sandon gets the rail run and they're into the stretch. And it's Messier, Crown Pride, and Epicenter is... Okay, on the fi- as the final straightaway is starting, they're one... Second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, in eleventh place. You got to make up eleven places in on the final stretch. Up on the outside, Epicenter has taken the lead as they arrive into the final furlong. God, look at him! Epicenter and Sandon, these two strive for stride. Simplification down the outside is next. They're coming down to the wire. Epicenter, Sandon, Rich Strike is coming up on the inside. Oh my goodness! The longest shot has won the Kentucky Derby. Okay, if if I if I put money down, okay, because you know when people are watching this, um, some people will have put money on it. Ah, let's let's spend it on the long shot. Let's just see. And so for three quarters of this race, they're like, ah, fuck it. Probably ripped up his ticket. It's like, ah, it's over. Oh shit! And they're like, oh my god, I can't believe it. And then uh, the the amount of pandemonium. Oh, and then um, after the horse won the race, um, they the uh, the employees who work at the track on the ponies they're they're the guides that lead the horse to the winner's circle where they put the roses on them and shit like that. Um, 
the the horse was so fucking aggressive that won the thing, Rich Strike, that the ponies are trying to guide it over. You know, the riders are guiding the ponies, and the Rich Strike starts biting the fucking pony. He's like, ah, I'm still pissed. And he's attacking the pony. And so the uh, attendant on the pony is like punching Rich Strike in the face. He's like, get the fuck off. Get your fucking horse under control. And the jockey's like, ah, ha, 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 fuck you. I don't think the jockey's, okay, so Diana says, well, then what? Or uh, Jackie says, what? Well, then who, do they like pay the horse? I go, no, you idiot. They don't pay the horse. Who gives a fuck about the horse? It's the trainer and the trainer and the owners. They're the ones who get all the money. What about the guy who wrote it? I go, ah, well, he's like a hired gun. You know, you just throw that guy on there. It doesn't even matter the fucking, uh, he just gets whatever paid. He's, he's paid before the race even starts. Okay. Um, but that horse then, you know, now there's the potential for the triple crown and that adds more money to it and shit like that. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't follow this in any way, shape or form. The only thing I like about horse racing is that what just happened. That's the only thing I give a shit about. This is, uh, in my opinion, this is kind of a fucked up sport. I don't know why everybody loves this sport. You would think the way the world is today that nobody would uh, would would be interest would be uh, interested in this. You know, I mean, it seems a little bit cruel. Um, lots of jokes I see. Uh, jockey was only two foot nine. He's not going to intimidate anybody. Um, jockey was found to be a, a capuchin monkey. Horse gets paid in horse puss. It says the horse is going to spend the next five years having seed extracted. Yeah, that's all the horse will do is have sex. He'll race for the rest of the year, and then that's it. But, you know, you're looking at uh, somebody who um, who uh, who trained it and, uh, and makes a ton of money. Kenny says a what monkey? I don't know. It says a capuchin monkey. Isn't that what it's called? Could, did, did I say that wrong? Wow. I'm surprised our very own Patriot Nick um, hasn't, you know, uh, uh, looked into this line of work. He would be ideal. Uh, He'd have to lose a little weight because being that he's only about 18 inches tall, he does weigh like 250. So if he could shed some weight and then get on there, he would be awesome as a writer, but that was just incredible. I loved that so much. Something else in sports that I usually don't care about. I, I care of, uh, I care about moments like this. Um, there was a UFC event over the weekend and whoever these two idiots are, uh, this idiot kicked this idiot in the face. And look at, look at that face. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That I think was the knockout. Uh, People say that he looks like that, um, 
That in the kick, he looks like that meme of that fucking monkey. Not a, what's it called? The NFT? Isn't that the NFT that's worth all the fucking money? Michael Chandler kicks Tony Ferguson into an NFT character. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yes. You see, the internet is brilliant. People are so funny. Wow. Oh, my God. Spectacular. I can't... Um, I can't really, I have trouble following the uh, UFC. It's just, I don't know, man. Some of that shit's just too much for your old pal, Eric Zane. Jesse says, Zane, please don't try to explain NTFs. Isn't it NFT? Didn't didn't we just uh, find out that it was an NFT? Are you Are you like busting my balls and then fucking it up yourself? Because if you are, that's a little embarrassing. You're sitting there saying, oh, yeah, Eric Zane, don't try to explain NTFs. Now, I'm pretty sure it is NFT. In fact, I know it is. I think that stands for non-fungible token. And I don't know what fungible means. And I don't understand why this, it's even, people give a shit about it. Arena Nick says, I still prefer boxing over UFC. I do too. All right. So that's about uh, the only thing I care about from uh, UFC over the weekend. I do have this for you, though. This is a uh, an interview. Um, I guess there was a Formula One event over the weekend. It was all sports that no one gives a fuck about, and that. But that's that's not true. I mean, there there's people all over the place that 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 give a shit about these sports. Everybody loves UFC. Uh, it appears that uh, uh, the, you know horse racing of the three is probably the one that um, I would say the least people care about. But that's still incredibly popular. Nobody gives a shit about horse racing until there's like uh, the the Kentucky Derby or the chance of a triple crown. But in this moment right here that I'm going to share with you, you have uh, some Formula One event, and this announcer thinks that he's inter- interviewing uh, Patrick Mahomes when, in fact, it's some dude who is just finishing up his uh, uh, college basketball career at Duke. What the hell is his name? Paolo Banchero. Paolo Banchero is a was a college basketball player at Duke. Now he's going to be going into the NBA. This uh, announcer here, the bald one with the the blue microphone, it's a sky on it. He's going to go up to <clears throat> Banchero and interview him and think that it's Patrick Mahomes. Let's 
Martin Brando, Formula One television in England. Yeah, I don't think you can get me up there. Patrick, how are you? Good, good to see you. I'm on the grid today. What do you think of this atmosphere? This is crazy. I've never been to an F1 race. This is, this is spectacular. It's amazing to be allowed right in the middle of the competitors just before the race starts. Yeah, now you can see. They're locked in. It reminds me of myself. Uh, a real focus. Okay, it's not Patrick. That's why he ignored me in the beginning. But what is your name, sir? Paolo Vecchio. Right, okay. Well, Jesus, I think someone in his ear said that's not Patrick Mahomes, and then he he reveals it. God, what a oh, that's not Patrick. Oh shit! He goes, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm Paulo Banquero. Yeah, I've never been to an F1 race. This is this is spectacular. It's amazing to be allowed right in the middle of the competitors just before the race starts. Yeah, now you can see they locked in. It reminds me of myself. Uh, a real focus. Okay, it's not Patrick. That's why he ignored me in the beginning. But what is your name, sir? Oh, God, he seems like a nice enough guy. <laughs> I, that is fucking sweet. God, fucking amen. <laughs> uh, this is really embarrassing for him. What a dummy. The, the announcer's name is uh, Martin Brundle, and he's a big deal in F1. Um. Jason says, oh, good, tiny screen. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I, I, I think I expanded it. I think we eventually got it. Um, and, and then I see one. It says sound. You guys had sound, right? Was it okay? Was it all okay? I want to make sure that you were able to hear that and see it. I think I had it right on my end. Um, so, but yeah, you're absolutely right. That is, that is terribly embarrassing. That reminds me of, um, you couldn't hear anything they were saying? Seriously? You guys just fucking with me? I thought I had it. Oh, no, 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 no. Shitty sound, but it was there. I got it. Okay. I, I was like, oh, no. Did I fuck that up again? Because then that would have been, that would have broke my heart. Because I could have swore I had it all, all secured. That, um, that reminds me of the, um. God, that was a spectacular moment that needs to be told of the moment when um, it was me, Greg, Chris, and Joe at the Super Bowl and uh, in that little like media room or whatever it was. <clears throat> and um, um, we were doing our show and Greg says, hey, there's, I forgot who the, uh, Sam Ponder is the name of the uh reporter and uh she's pretty famous and um greg sees sam ponder now i had heard the name but i i couldn't tell you who that was and he goes uh we're actually on the air and uh he says um hey joe run over there and go get oh no 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 it wasn't sam uh sorry Corey says it was carissa thompson that's what it was sorry the details they 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 fade my they're leaving my old brain. Um, still similar uh, type of uh, skill set. Famous, pretty famous reporter, whatever. And he goes, oh, it's "Chris Thompson, go get her. Go, we can get her out. We can talk. Whatever." Okay, great. So Joe gets up, and uh, we um, are waiting, and then 
she comes walking around this lady and, and, uh, and she sits down and, um, I don't remember exactly how it was revealed to us, but I hot wings and myself are thinking this is this person that Greg wants to interview. Um, so we're all kind of like, uh, figuring out an angle and, and, uh, it's going to be pretty easy. You're just talking about the Super Bowl, No big deal. And she's super famous, uh, in, in sports. So, uh, okay, great. And I don't exactly remember how it was revealed to us. Okay. There it is. Thank you, Corey. I'm glad you guys are there to help me through this, but, uh, you know me, I don't, the, while Joe was walking over there, free beers says, that's not her actually, but didn't stop Joe. So Joe goes and gets her. She sits down <laughs> and now we're fucked. And so we did this, Greg did this weirdo interview and then kind of like, she was just like a, a, a college intern for like, you know, the food service people or some shit. And, and this, this chick had no idea what, what that, what, what the hell was going on, you know? And, uh, my God, it was so fucking awkward. Holy shit. <laughs> Just kind of like, and then there was the moment in the Super Bowl when Greg pissed off Marcus Allen. He didn't even mean to do it. Marcus Allen, the hall of famer was. He assumed Greg was angling in something about Nicole Brown Simpson and um and and Marcus and OJ. And he and he wasn't. He wasn't doing that at all. But for some reason, the way Greg was speaking, Marcus assumed Greg was trying to bring up that Nicole Brown had an affair with Marcus Allen. And I'm like, fuck, Jesus. He like really reached. Greg didn't. Alan did. And it's almost like he had rabbit ears on waiting for someone to bring something up. And and it was so fucking awkward. <laughs> He's like, oh, I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. It's like, oh, no shit. Oh, fuck. Incredible. And then uh, Corey says, yeah, the chick was just some hot blonde walking around. It was just, and it was a random girl. She had nothing to do with anything. <laughs> well, ah, good times, good times, good memories. All right. Uh, Kyle says in his defense, Freebird was probably all snarky and a-hole like, no, I don't think he was. I, I honestly, I was, I was on team Freebird on that one. I was like, I, I don't, yeah, I think he was just being a dick. Part of me, not Greg, Marcus Allen wanted to go, hey, dude, why are you being this way about this? You, you realize we're just talking to you. I mean, it's uh, we don't have any, uh, we're, 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 we're not here trying to break one off in you. Come on now. All right. Um, Bosco's Pub. Thank you so much to Bosco's Pub. Chicago Drive, Hudsonville, Michigan. Bosco's Pub, part of Terra Square. Visit them for lunch or dinner. And uh, you can uh, check them out. The amazing selection of burgers, cold draft beer, great mixed drinks, all at Bosco's Pub in beautiful Hudsonville, Michigan. We got Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance, buyinsurancehere.com, 616-914-4070. So 
you're sitting around and you got this aching feeling in you that says like, oh man, this is terrible. I don't have health insurance. Something bad's going to happen. Yeah, you're probably right. Well, I can't afford it. I can't. Yes, you can. Uh, would you quit screwing around? All right. Uh, there's absolutely a way you can do this. And all I want you to do is reach out to Frank Fuss from High Policy Shop Insurance. There is a enrollment period going on right now to get you the affordable health care that you uh, are entitled to. Okay. The government will help you. They want to work with you. You pay a little bit of the premium. They pay a lot of the premium. Okay. Get through it as you are either self-employed or out of work right now. Um, gone are the days of the so-called Cobra, which is garbage. Get your insurance right now. Uh, Frank will help you out to determine if you qualify for the special enrollment period, even if you miss the open enrollment period last year. This is insurance from healthcare.gov or Obamacare. I have this. I've had it for the past three and a half years. It's absolutely spectacular. Reach out to Frank today. 616-914-4070. That's 616-914-4070. My Robins are flying the coop. My little Robins, all five of them have uh, have outgrown the nest. It's remarkable how quickly they grow. It was just 10 days ago. They were like pink balls of helplessness. Eyes closed. They look like aliens. Now they're all fully feathered. Uh, two to three times the size of when they were hatched. Probably bigger. And just, it's amazing how quick those things grow. And the mom and dad have just been sitting there busting their balls, getting food for it, for the, uh, for the five. And now it gets even more difficult because now they fledge out of the nest and then I can turn on my sprinklers. Thank God. And then the little fuckers hide all over my yard because the blue jays and the asshole red, uh, red wing blackbirds are going to try to kill them. And then the mom and dad have to kind of keep an eye on them and feed them until they actually learn to fly. Update on the Robins. That's right. On today's edition of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Asshole of the day. Who's it going to be? Last week, Friday, it was my neighbor. Brought to you by TC Paintball and JM Synthetics. Yeah. Is that a stink bug? It is. Are you okay, buddy? You don't look so good. I'll let you out later. All right. What do you got for asshole today? Who's it going to be? Any suggestions? Uh, today, the asshole of the day is you for the lights being readjusted. I don't know about that. Jason says the Lansing Meyer gunman. Well, I don't think he shot anybody. The door handle. I don't know if I want to make the door handle the asshole today. Hmm. I'm just going to make it my neighbor again. She's the asshole today. She Two days in a row. Yeah, am I the asshole for aiming the lights? No, 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 no. That's that's uh, that's par for the course. That's just. Oops, I didn't want to do that. 
There you go. That's going to do it. Thank you, uh, thank you, folks, for enjoying this podcast. Thank you. Remember, if you're offended by anything I said, it's all ball busting. Try not to be butt hurt. Okay? We need to get past that. Have a great day, folks. I'll talk to you on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Till then, bye-bye.